Mother Taylor's summons startled Pablo out of a sound sleep. He, Kruger, awoke, and I clicked on the alarm chiming in his ears. As the bells faded, Pablo, Kruger, yawned in proxy, for what good it did, and rubbed his, Kruger's, eyes. He was so tired. What time was it? Elsewhere, his flesh, a half-felt ghostly entity, yawned too, to better purpose, and stretched in its crash, briefly breaking the seal of its respirator mask. Eddies of disturbed liquid lapped against its face, limbs, and torso. For a moment he smelled soap, till the respirator system carried it away. Meanwhile, he called up a time display with a hot spot blink. 6.50 in the morning, Austin time, which meant it was 7.50 Shea mother. Rather early for a staff meeting. An emergency, perhaps. Fear filled him. And Buddy was gone again, he noted, from the emptiness that greeted him from that corner of his mind. Or was it perhaps just giving him the silent treatment? What set him off this time, Pablo wondered. While he called up his linkware menu, he, Kruger, sat up in bed in the darkened room. The bed's frame creaked under the machine body's movements. It took a second or so to disconnect from Uncle Sam Kruger's proxy and switch over from the Austin facility to Shasta Station Kaleidos, the orbital platform that housed his and Buddy's flesh. Reality fragmented and washed away as the linkware engaged like grains of sand drawn out from underfoot, pulled to sea by a receding wave. A second later, the transfer was complete, and he slipped down into his primary proxy at Kaleidos. With an irrepressible spreading smile, he flexed his mechanical hands and then ran them over the cotton-covered plastic of his chest and abdomen. This was no Waldo, no robot, no mere extension of his consciousness. It was his body. It fit him like a favorite, well-worn shoe. It was home. Pablo didn't spare a glance around as he shuffled hurriedly past all the flesh-holding creches, each decorated with coins, icons, talismans, and evil-averting sigils, to the examining area in the back. The creche chamber was a sacred place, and he didn't like to spend any more time here than he had to. He couldn't figure out why Mother was holding the meeting here instead of the main conference room. No doubt she had a reason. Everyone was already there, Mother Taylor and the other three non-creche-born members of the plastic menagerie. Aunt Jenna, Uncle Marsh, and Uncle Byron, and all twenty-six of his creche mates. Mother, in her own proxy body as always, was pacing beyond the examining gurney.